Welcome to Grace to All. I'm your host, Paul Gray. You've probably used the word grace, sang Amazing Grace, or said grace at a meal. But did you know that God's grace is way better than we can even imagine, and that you and all people already have an abundant supply of God's unlimited amazing grace? Today, we're going to hear the truth about God's amazing grace to all people. So, sit back, relax, and prepare to be inspired and awakened to the amazing treasures that you already possess. This is truth that you can handle. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Grace to All with Paul Gray. And boy, I've got a wonderful, just lovely guest to be with us today that you're going to love. Many of you already know her. But Cindy Laser is, uh, boy, she's prolific on Facebook. She has a neat little video that she does most every day that are fun and encouraging. And I just love them. She has her dog, Belle, on there sometimes. And she talks about happy juice and bags or boxes for Christmas presents. All of those are meaningful to me. And she's a uh, six-figure earner in her business. She's earned top awards in a fairly recent trip to Maui. She's just very accomplished. She's been married to Sean for 26 years. They've got three gifts from God, as she calls them, their daughter Lane, sons Hayden and Sheldon. And she's passionate about coaching others to be the best version of themselves. And Cindy says that God's placed her on a path with purpose, and she's grateful to have the chance to impact lives daily, which she does. I can tell you that. So welcome, Cindy Laser. Oh, my goodness, Paul. It is such an honor to be here with you today. I feel so blessed. Thank you. Well, me too. It's it's mutual. And Cindy, as I always do when we start off, I like to ask my guests how their understanding of God's unconditional love and grace has impacted them where the rubber hits the road with their family, their friends, their neighbors, people at the store, people in their businesses. How's it made a difference in your life? Oh my goodness. It is everything. And I'm certainly not great and perfect at it every day, but you know, I was raised in a Christian home. But I will tell you a big turning point for me, which I think is where I feel like my relationship with Christ began. And there's such a huge difference between religion and relationship. Yeah. March 1st of 07. I will never forget that date. And I think it's interesting that they are three very important numbers in the Bible, right? The Trinity, the one God, and seven is the perfect number. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's March 1st of 07. I don't believe in but yeah. I was literally doing just a Bible study that changed my life on that day. And that's when I really feel like I started to develop my relationship with God. And that is when his grace just became, I started to see it daily in my life mm. and just truly fell in love, fell in love with my savior. Well, it's very obvious in your countenance and in your personality and and your attitude. It just shines through all the time. So how does that affect you in your business and with your coaching and things like that? Well, I think on that day and moving forward, I started to realize, you know, the scripture in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will keep your path straight, Mm -hmm. that I can't compartmentalize my faith. I can't just have my faith on Sundays or have my faith in my small group. Like God has placed us all in a mission field. Hmm. Doesn't matter what you do in life. It's your mission field. You don't have to go overseas, although that is an amazing, you know, calling. But I started to realize he has placed me where I was in my business and with my family and in my community 
that was my mission field. So I needed to make sure I was acknowledging him in all my ways. So I just started to look at, you know, what I was doing for a living as an opportunity to be the light. And I really kind of adopted that scripture, let there be light from that Mm. moment. And in all my Mm. ways, I was going to bring, try my hardest Mm. to bring light to the world. Mm. And I just tried to live it daily. And when you start developing that relationship, that personal relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, praying and reading the word, and that's when you start to have that communication. It's like you and I right now, you know, Mm -hmm. we've developed a friendship by communicating, talking Mm -hmm. with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, I ask questions, you ask questions, you listen, Mm -hmm. that that's how you develop that relationship with God. And as I started to develop that, I started to hear him in my life. Mm right? Yes. (laughs) And I think once I started to become sensitive, more sensitive to that, and then being obedient to the things I felt like the spirit was saying to me, Mm -hmm. oh my goodness gracious. I just, I call them my God moments. The God moments just started coming and there's nothing better. I love a good God story. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, Cindy, you're telling my story, and what I'm all about in my ministry is helping people hear from God for themselves. And I often say that experience, relationship, always trumps intellect. You know, I used to study, and I knew a lot, I thought, about God. Much of the stuff that I knew I ended up finding out was not correct. But that knowledge didn't help me <laughs> in my in my relationships and, uh, uh, you know, in business things, which, which I still do some, and I, I still have some remnants of my music career. Now, when I go out and play music or involved in a, a business arrangement or something like that, all the pressure's off, and I no longer feel like Boy, I've got to impress these people, or I've got to get this order, or I've got to sell these books, or whatever. I look at people just asking God to show me. And I just say, Jesus, show me. What do you want me to know about them? What do you want me to see about them? And, you know, many times he'll tell me things that I never thought of that couldn't have come to me by myself. And that whole encounter will be to help them and will have nothing to do with what I intended for it to be, but I know he's working all things for the best, and that's what he wanted me to do. Always for his glory. And I try to pray that way. I'm not really good at it all the time, but I find when I'm asking him, please, Lord, put people in my path that you know I can serve, that it's interesting how they just appear. They do, don't they? Yeah. They do. Yeah. Tell us about your business. This is actually... An interesting story. And if it's okay, if I tell how I've landed where I am today, it was an exercise in hearing the voice of God, I believe. You know, I I get people that'll ask me that, like people in my small group, I don't hear God. How do you know you're hearing God? And it's not like it's this audible voice, but you know, like I said, it's just through your life experiences. When you step out in faith and you feel like, okay, I'm going to be obedient to what he's saying in the word. And then you, you know, you get those little nudges, like what you said about, you know, okay, this person is here. God has put them in my path for a reason. Mm -hmm. And when you start doing these little things, you start to realize, oh, maybe that is not just my conscience. This is like the Holy Spirit, that little small voice, because he usually is not in the practice of shouting. (laughs) (laughs) We don't really get burning bushes anymore. We have to listen for the small things. So I had been in um, the direct sales industry for 19 years and knew God had a purpose for me there, but I've been really praying for a couple of years, you know, 
I just felt like I know what my God-given talents were, and I felt like they just weren't bearing fruit there. And I just had prayed for a long time if he had a new path for me to, you know, to show me. And I found myself for a lot of things that happened in my life in a really just unhealthy place. I was unhealthy physically, emotionally, just starting to feel myself withdraw from my life. Mm. If anyone can identify with that, like just feeling like I just wanted to withdraw. Mm. And I was out for a walk. I like to walk and I feel like I have really good God talks when I get out in nature. Yeah, I don't know me too. And I was literally walking down a path and I felt this sense in my spirit that it's time to go down a new path, mm. but I want you to do it with integrity. Mm. Okay. Mm. And I thought, is that him saying that? <laughs> I walked in my house from my walk. And I don't know if any of your listeners are on Facebook, but you know, you can go to Facebook and even though you and I are friends on there, I may not always see what you post and vice versa. It depends on whatever the algorithm is. So someone's post came up on my feed that I had not seen something from her in a long time. And it literally, the title was, sometimes you have to take down the old to make way for the new. Mm. And it was a pastor sharing a message. So I clicked on it. And he starts talking about, do you ever feel like you don't know, you're not sure about what God's will is for your life? And I was like, yes, me. (laughs) And as I listened, he said, do you feel sometimes like you're Peter in the boat and the waves are crashing and you're squinting, looking out over the mist? Like you can't really tell Jesus, is that you? You're squinting, like, is it you? And he said, sometimes in life, you just have to step out of the boat. You just have to step out of the boat. Okay. So I'm thinking again, trying to process what I felt in my spirit before. So the next morning I got up, I was reading a devotional and I don't always, I just leave a ribbon marked wherever I end at Mm -hmm. whatever day I'm reading. I don't pick this devotional up every day. So I literally picked up my devotional, opened to where the bookmark was and I prayed because, you know, he knows our thoughts, but he wants us to tell him. Mm -hmm. So I to him. I said, Lord, I sense what you are encouraging me to do, but I want you to know I'm afraid. I'm really afraid. For me, what I felt was I was being called to leave my livelihood and go down to this new place that I had no income, guaranteed income, Mm -hmm. but felt he was calling me here. So I said, okay, Lord, I know I am afraid, but I'm going to step out of the boat. Amen. And I opened my devotional. I kid you not, the devotion that day was on fear. Here. Mm-hmm. So the next day, I literally clicked my resignation letter. Wow. Got on an airplane and traveled to my new forever home destination where I now am a health and wellness advocate. And I am privileged and honored to help people care for their temples. I know in my heart of hearts that is what that's my mission field. There's so many people out there that are struggling physically and emotionally financially. And he has called me here to help them. But he also showed me recently. So I made that switch about three and a half years ago. And it has been an amazing God journey. Just he has brought so many beautiful God stories into my life because of that decision. But I was listening to my pastor one day, uh, sometime within the last year, and he, there were two separate messages. He said, do you feel, you know, when, when, the disciples were called to scatter, but they weren't leaving Jerusalem because they were comfortable there. That was their comfort spot, right? Mm-hmm. Your comfort zone. 
Growth does not happen in our comfort zone, right? <laughs> our spiritual growth right. does not happen in our comfort zone. And he was talking about how Jesus caused persecution so they would scatter because they were called to carry the good news to the end of the earth. And it was like this revelation that I was having these struggles in my life, you know, three and a half years ago because God knew I needed to scatter. He knew I needed to go to this new place because he knew it would broaden my reach. For him, hmm. it has allowed me. Look, our paths have crossed. Yeah. How funny is that? Yeah. And one other message I felt confirmed that I am living his purpose for me right now is another time my pastor was talking about, you know, when Jesus comes upon the disciples and they're fishing, that he literally asked them, you know, drop your nets and follow me. And they literally dropped their nets, and those nets represented their livelihood. Right. That's how surviving and making an income, they literally dropped their livelihood and followed him. Mm. Now I'm getting my Jesus bumps as I'm telling you this. Okay? <laughs> That's what I call him when I get my chills. Yeah. He literally asked me when I was on the trail that day, and he's like, it's time to go down this new path. He was asking me literally to drop my livelihood, mm. drop what had provided my family income, you know, mm -hmm. for 19 years, drop it. I want you to drop it and trust me and follow me. And because I was faithful to that little still small voice, that was mm. the scariest thing I've ever done. God bless my husband. When I said, what do you think if I quit my job? He was so supportive. Mm. Love him. He is a wonderful man. God has gifted to me. I don't deserve him, but literally it was a scary thing. Sure. And he has honored that and he has blessed it. What a great story. What a great testimony. Yeah, I got Jesus mumps too. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start calling him that. I just call him goosebumps, but uh, I like Jesus mumps much better. <laughs> I do. I feel like that, you know, I don't know. That's just one way I feel like he affirms to me, like spiritual things. Yeah. You know, the uh, what you talked about, obedience, Cindy, really rings true with me. For a long time, I, I unfortunately was in a very legalistic setting where I thought we've got to keep all of these rules and all the extra rules that the church I was in then said, you can't do this and you can't, you know, and all of that kind of stuff. I finally, thanks to the grace of God, I finally came to understand that his obedience comes through relationship and his definition of obedience is doing whatever he asks us to do at the moment. It's not making sure that we do do this or don't do that. It's just listening to him in any given moment and then being willing to drop everything if he asks us to or whatever. And uh, most of the times they're not quite as dramatic as, as what you <laughs> did there. I, I had a very similar situation. I, I was a professional musician and I was at the peak of my career I, I was in my late 30s and we were playing at a jazz group and we were playing five nights a week in a hotel in downtown kansas city i got to sleep in my own bed and we were there for almost three years which is just unheard of for a jazz musician and boy i just came up empty we had standing room only crowds on tuesday nights every night of the week and i just i would go back in the dressing room after a few weeks and, and just, i just thought man this is supposed to be it I mean, this is what I've dreamed of all my life. I thought, if I can have a steady job, live at home, make good money, names and lights, have a great band and everything, and I just was coming up empty. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, God used that to show me that uh, he had something else for him in mind. And 
again, the integrity thing, it took me two years because I had contracts for my men. It took me two years to divest myself of those and then leave that income. I went on staff as a music minister and evangelism pastor at a church. For I went from making 10000 a month to making 885 a month. And my wife was wonderful, too. And she went back to teaching, uh, which, um, uh, I mean, she loves teaching, but that wasn't what she had planned on doing at that stage of life. But now we can see of course, you know, that was 30 years ago, but now we can see God's hand in all of that. And I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. I'm just, I'm just saying when he asks you to do something and you do it, then that's obedience. And, um, well, there are just all kinds of wonderful things that happen as a result of that. That's when you see the God story show up in your life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've often heard it said, too, that, you know, He has little gifts planned for ways he wants to bless us in our life along our path. And when we are obedient, you know, those blessings come. But when we try to do it our way, it takes us off his intended path. And we're going to miss some of those gifts he had planned for us along the way. Yeah. When we aren't obedient. And I have learned and I still am not always good at it, but I have learned learned that through doing obedient hard things that sometimes you can only do through his strength. Hmm. Like I remember feeling nudged to go witness. I had never witnessed to anybody and I had to go witness to probably someone who it was hard for me to even have just a small talk conversation with this person. I'm like, Hmm. that's who you want me to go witness to really. And those are the kind of things that when you do it, And then you see, oh my goodness, like he did immeasurably more than all I could ask or imagine. Mm. It makes it a lot easier going forward when you sense things to be obedient. Yeah. And I I will have to add a little caveat there. I don't, at least, I don't always see that right away. Sometimes I'll do what he asked me to do and get done and I'll go, well, what was that all about? And then generally, sometimes even years later, I'll find out. And I think if we don't find out in this life, we've got all eternity for him to show us those things. Yes. There are some things we will never know the impact until eternity. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, it is. Cindy, I can't believe our time is almost up. This is really flowing by. Gosh, it's, it's been so much fun to get to spend time with you and get to know you better and take a little time and tell people how they can get in touch with you, where they can find you online and how you can help them. Okay. So if you'd like to follow my more of my faith stories, you can find me on Facebook. I am Cindy Massey, M-A-S-S-E-Y dash laser, L-A-Z-O-R. And you can also search hashtag nugget. N-U-G-G-E-T. And those are my lives that I always share my little God stories and my little nuggets. You can also find me or reach me through email. It's my name, Cindy Lazor, C-I-N-D-Y-L-A-Z-O-R, the number one at gmail.com. Perfect. And I encourage people to do that because I sure enjoy your little short, encouraging videos. And they're always so positive. And I just, I always feel good afterwards. And, well, uh, and honestly, I feel like that is a mission field there too. Facebook gets a bad rap it, that it's negative. It's not all negative. There's good stuff out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boy, there, there, there is like all the rest of life. There's, there's negative stuff out there, but there's also plenty of good stuff. And I, I'm so grateful for Facebook. I get to 
make friends all over the world. I've, I've got to interview not only people in the United States, but in, uh, you know, in England and Scotland and uh, Australia and New Zealand and Germany. And It's amazing the reach. And you think about, you know, Jesus has said the gospel has to go to all ends of the earth before mm-hmm. he will come again. And social media is such a powerful tool to send it out in the world. It really is. And, and he also said we'd be able to do greater things than he did. Well, in you know, in one sense, that's hard to imagine. But in another, through social media, you know, he could only reach the people he was with in time and space when he was here on Earth. And now we get to do this and, and uh not only do we get to reach them, but they get to reach us. And I, I get encouraged every day by from people all over the world, which I never even dreamed, you know, that would happen. Well, I appreciate you and I appreciate your service and the amazing message you're putting out. And it's really been an honor to be here with you. Thanks. Well, the, the honor and privilege has been mine. Thank you so much, Cindy Laser, for being with us. And we'll do it again, hopefully sometime. And thanks, everybody, for listening today and watching for another episode of Grace to All with Paul Gray. See you all next time. Thank you for listening to Grace to All. For more about us, how we can serve you, and our special guest, please visit www.gracewithpaulgray.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode and to join our Facebook group, Grace to All, where you'll be inspired and awakened to more truth that you can handle.